What is going on, listeners of the world? I'm Nick, here with my co-host, uh, Bank. I'm just jamming out to that track, dude. Oh! I know. It's tight. I love it. Love it. So, what are we talking about today? Do you know? I do. You gave me a spoiler. Uh, you gave me a, a heads up on what we might be talking about. Dipic. Yeah. Dipic. A dipic. A dibuk. Oh, dibuk. Is it dibuk? I've heard it both ways. Dibic. I like dipic. So. Dipic. I just find it kind of like. Dipic. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. Better than a dibuk. Dibuk. It just sounds dirty and gross. Hey, <laughs> see them there, Dibbuck? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Well, this was, you know, I I originally thought that this was, this was the, like, something that'd be easy to, uh, to investigate, to do some research on, but, but it turned out it wasn't. Any idea why that would be? Uh, no. No, I mean, there's really one major story. Um, and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot else. Other than, like, historical evidence. But I couldn't find any modern stories, so... I I was gonna write one, you know... Try to capture the the essence of what the Dybbuk is, but but I didn't, and uh, so I'm not gonna start this episode with a story like usual. Um, I just figured we could just talk about it. Yeah. Um. Before we do, can I can I say something? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the haunting is continuing here for me. Just to set the scene for the listeners again, we're so close to the end of spooky season, but it's happening. And uh, just, wow, real quick, I've been hearing a single syllable in the night. Just, just like a, oh, <laughs> oh, or like a, sometimes it's high pitch, sometimes it's low. The first time it happened, it was right next to my head. Yeah. The second yeah. time it happened, it was coming from the kitchen. All right? That's creepy. I woke up in the morning. My fridge door was wide open. Nuh-uh. Yeah. What? I swear. Oh, this man. Is, Nick. I hope your food didn't go bad. Uh, okay. So I, that's a very good point. I, uh, all day long, I was like, shit. I had some really good hamburger meat in there. <laughs> and I was like, well, is that going to go bad now? So I got home and I cooked it all right away. And it's really good, actually. It's fine. But I'm just saying, dude. Look, Listen. I'm worried that the things that we're talking about here sometimes... Hold on, hold on. So that was last night. 
yeah. And no. then your fridge was open this morning? No, no, that was like two nights ago, to be honest with you. Oh. Yeah. Why? Well, you're really testing that uh, hamburger if you're cooking it today. No, no, it was, it was just the fridge door was open one night. The meat was in there. I closed the fridge door in the morning, went to work, got back, cooked it. Oh, That's the gotcha. timeline. Oh! <laughs> yeah, man, I mean... Sorry. <laughs> back on the werewolves with the meat. Creep, creeps me out. I don't know. And uh, so just real, just to end it, end it up, I just want to say that I, I'm scared that I, we are getting into some stuff here that is um, it's tempting. It might be um, tempting the, the forces of evil. Well, if there is a spirit of some kind in your house, uh, this episode might... Help? No. Do do the opposite? Push it over the edge. You think it's going to make it worse? I don't know. Why would I want that? I don't know. But um, I guess I do want that. Fuck it. Come at me, spirits. Don't say that. Wait till I leave. Pick up the Velociraptor cough. <laughs> it's you, my ghost killer, it man. It is a ghost killer. I remember. That's canon. Oop. Don't. That was an accident. Don't. All right. All right. All right. All right. So... Little Jimmy, he chased me down the road again. He'll do that. I told him that maybe we would talk about it. All his little limbs flailing. But I told him, no, he can't come. Oh, Jim. We miss you, Jim. He's been... He hasn't been, like, contagious sick, but he's been sick for a while, a couple couple weeks now. Well, the aliens... pretty rough. The aliens, I'm pretty sure they're going to have to figure out what to do with him. Because they're the ones who got him in this trouble, so they better figure out how to, how to get him out. That'd be nice. That's a heartbreaker. And we, uh, we want all you podcast listeners to put your hearts into little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Send him some positive vibes. Raise one to the sky. That's right. Just kidding. Anyway, Dipex. Dibux. Dibux. Right? The Buggy Nights. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but... Yeah, Dipex. So, what is a Dipex? What is a Dipex? Do you have any idea? Uh, you kind of said something at work, which is that it has something to do with a book and uh, something... A box. Oh, okay, a box, and it's from the Jewish faith, right? Yep, yep. Boom. This is... Bank Roberts. This is a, a creature of, of um, right out of Jewish mythology. A dipic is not a demon. Would you spell it for me, please? Yep. A D-Y-B-B-U-K. I did not expect that at all. Dibuk. I thought it was D-I-P-I-C. <laughs> dipic. No, yeah. That's, I mean, that, I, that's the way I like to say it. And I'm, I've heard it both ways. I'm ignorant. I don't know anything. Dibuk. Okay. Dibuk. Is that, is that a, uh, um, uh, 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 I was going to say Hebrew word, but... Um, uh, 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 it's Yiddish. Yiddish. Thank you. Yes, that was... Yeah. Yiddish. Um, so, yes. A dibuk. It's not a demon. It's actually an angry, confused human soul. Oh. That has been rejected from hell... Or purgatory, um, and has been cast back to the earth, where it roams 
It roams for the rest of its existence looking for uh, a human host. Did you say rejected from hell or rejected from purgatory? Both. It could be both. I read uh, both. Yeah. Some some things say that they're they're cast out of hell, uh, and some say that they're cast out of uh, purgatory. So too bad for hell, too bad for purgatory. They're gonna send it back to Earth. Yeah, that's a fucked up policy, <laughs> right? Right off the bat, that's messed up, devil or God or whoever the fuck's in charge. So yeah, a malicious spirit of Jewish mythology capable of possessing uh, someone. It's all right. Music cue <laughs> to the rescue. All right, Dipex. They're uh, they're of the the Kabbalistic tradition. So like the Kabbalah, you know, you know what that is. Uh, no, it's but it's like uh, the esoteric, you know, uh, mysticism. It's all up in that, yes, that section of the uh, the Torah. Yeah, they call it the call, the Kabbalah. Hmm, and which is it deals with the negative uh, aspects of negative and and positive. I mean. I, be- I believe I'm, I'm not a an expert okay. on the Jewish culture, but it's pretty much anything that has to do with the uh, like you know mystical teachings, oh. good and bad. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so the Dibbic it, it comes from from that side of uh, Judaism. Mm-hmm. Yep. They call it a uh, you know in throughout history, early early history. You know, going way, way, way back to, uh, like, King David. Um, you know, B.C. Adibic was always called, a, like, an evil spirit or an unclean spirit. It, they didn't consider it a, a dipic. A dipic, they didn't name it until, like, the 1600s. So, it's a spirit, a human spirit. It's not a demon, you know. It's not a, a fallen angel. It's a, it's a real human spirit who has got unfinished business and when they're cast out of hell or uh, purgatory, they, they, they travel to earth seeking, you know, someone like them as they were in life. Oh, so it's not just that they're too bad, but that they have unfinished business. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. I should have added that earlier. No, so, yeah. I think you did say that, but I kind of glossed it over. I was looking for something a little bit more horror movie, just something that's like so evil that... Hell can't continue. Right? No. Yeah. They have they have unfinished business, but they are like they're evil. They're not. There's no good dipics. Ah. But yeah, they have unfinished business, and they're looking for someone to to possess so that they can finish whatever they weren't able to. That's important. Okay. Do before they died. So they're evil, and they have unfinished business. They're like a ghost. You know, they wander around and they seek someone, and they use that person as like a puppet. So they'll latch onto to a, a, a live human, you know, a person. They'll latch onto them, and they'll slowly, like, like suck their energy out, slowly transforming that person into who they were before they died. The Dipic, before the Dipic died. Holy crap! They will, in, they will, like a parasite? Yeah, like a parasite. Latch onto a human and just... They're a parasite. That's a good way to put it. Whoa! It's a parasite spirit. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. It really is. I mean, if it's just like, if it uses its host to um, 
embody it like yeah yep but why okay sorry i might be jumping the gun here but what would be the end game for it they just finished their business whatever that was so they kill the host it, they, yeah in the end and then move it's on it's usually something bad like bad business like they were trying to kill someone before they died does it move on at that point, or does it um, yeah, move on to a different It'll move home? on. It'll move on, and it will no longer become, it'll no longer be a dipic. It'll just go to wherever. So that's what I was hoping, yeah. So it doesn't just, like, move on to a different host. No, it, it finishes, it's, it's if it's able to finish its business. <sighs> Fuck. All right, then I'm pretty sure I'm, like, infected with one of these goddamn dipics then. <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, don't know. I, I doubt it. I don't think so. It's probably true. You would know. Yeah, you- would you? I would imagine. Uh, okay. I mean, I guess you wouldn't because people don't seem to know, but... How would you know if you were infected with one, hypothetically? Uh, I think there's, like, there's a lot of um, talk about black gunk. You know, you're you're throwing up black shit all the time. You're oh. bleeding from the eyes. Your oh, hair is falling out. Okay, okay, those... Skin's rotten off, The you black know. gunk thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh-oh. It's been black gunk <laughs> appearing randomly, dude. What? In my shower. Oh, shit. I mean, and on my toothbrush after I brush my teeth. Oh, yeah. And every time I poop. Ooh. Too far. Too far. <laughs> Get a little blippy in here. But there but there, it, there was black gunk, dude, on the, um, like the toothbrush. But I think that's because I use a charcoal-based toothpaste. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Dipic. It's a Yiddish word. I don't know if I'd want to even entertain the idea that I'm possessed by a Dipic. I swear to God, Nick, I've, things have been happening to me lately. Yeah, and there are people who are more uh, susceptible. Susceptible. Yep. To, you got it. To uh, being Spiritual. possessed by a Dipic. Fuck! And they're, ah! they're usually like d- people that are depressed. Ah! People they say that are like uh, rabbis. They'll they'll say like that their souls are uh, maybe I'm depressed. not connected to their body fully. I think I'm depressed. So th- they would be someone who's depressed or like addicted to I'm addicted. drugs and alcohol. That's me too. I'm, ad- uh, I'm depressed, addicted to drugs and alcohol. No, I think your soul's pretty connected. Mm. It seems like it. It's the dimming talking. <laughs> maybe. I guess it might be a good dipic then. It's pretty good at hiding its uh, its Evil. true nature. Oh, do you just wait? <laughs> I got the fucking claw. I'm not even afraid. Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't you threaten me with the claw of my own home. <laughs> you bastard. I'm the dipic. God, I'm kidding. All that's just a joke. Anyway, can we get back to the story? I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, this is not really a story. Like this, is, this is just the, the history of the dipic. So, uh, yeah. Introduced in the 1600s by a Eastern European Jew. Introduced in the 1600s by Eastern European Jews. Eastern, <laughs> mainly those of uh, you know like German and Polish descent. Uh, the the Yiddish root word is is a debak, meaning to cling or adhere to, or davok, meaning to cleave. As in the dibic cleaves the host's soul, splitting the host between the dibic and its, you know, it's a, the host's uh, original soul. Yeah, let's so go it, with host. It latches onto the host because you know, yeah, it's a parasite. So it latches onto the host, and then it cleaves. It cuts 
the host soul away from its body, oh, God. replacing the host uh, soul with the Dybbuk soul. I have a couple things to interrupt you, and I know I do this often, but first, number one would be, if you're going to be trying to pronounce shit, don't even bother. What? I did? That was, that was good. Uh, that was good. It sounded like, a, I, don't, I think whoever speaks that language, and I don't know those, so I, I'm not here to be able to correct you, but... I looked it up. It's it's the back. Okay. All right. Sorry then. Day back. Okay. That was number one. Uh, shit. Now I forgot what number two was because I, I, I thought, I didn't think you were going to challenge me on that one. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anywho, go ahead. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. And uh, in Yiddish is, it's, it's a, you know, it's a language spoken by uh, Eastern European Jews mainly before World War II and the Holocaust. So is it, do you know anything about Yiddish, the language? Not really, but a little bit, just from what I uh, read about it. Yeah. Is it so? Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a combination of Hebrew and German or some yeah, kind of German Yeah, something language? like that. Yeah. Pretty okay. much. Because yeah. it's really just spoken by, it seems like, uh, you know, German German Jews before the Holocaust. It, people still speak it, but it's not like. Uh, what it, alive like it used to be? It's not. This uh, is a touchy a subject, dead, dude. This dead is, language. This, but. For, this for me feels like we're treading. Right, at, me too. Maybe it's, not it's very weird. delicately. Because I don't. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a. A, a linguist and a, a historian or a Jew. So. And we're just kind of a bunch of uh, mailmen talking about shit on the micro. Dude, I came up with a great idea. I don't know if I want this on recording, but I'm going to tell you anyway. All right. Great idea for a story today. All right. It could be an audio drama or something. So the, in the world, in the world, karma is like a thing. It's, you know, it's not questions. It's a real thing. Hold People on. Let, do, me start, let me start a new page. This is different. This is big. This is huge. Go ahead. This is a good idea. Karma is a thing. Karma is a thing. People do good things for other people around the world every day because they know that something's good's gonna happen to them. Whoa. And then all of a sudden, someone flicks karma off, and like, so good things aren't happening, and it's just like a sudden, like people are just turned bad all Wait. of a sudden. Nobody wants to help each other, and it's just like a quick downfall Ooh. of humanity. That's not what I was expecting. I was expecting there to be some kind of cool, like, happy ending where everybody just does everything for everybody else, and yeah, no, they get rewarded, but like the reward is... No, it, it shows like it how... It becomes a cycle where everybody ends up in utopia after a while. No, I feel like most people no in the world weapons, are just in there... No more greed. ...for themselves. And no more hunger. I like this idea. Your idea where everybody dies in the end? Well, not everyone doesn't die. It's just it just shows because most people... You know... No. No, because the main characters and everything, they get to, you know, they... No, They're man, good. Imagine all the people, Roy. But the people around imagine. them are, are not. Like, it, I, I feel like it... Imagine the whole world living in peace, mate. Yeah, no. Come on, man. Peace and love. I can't. I just can't You have to understand, that. man. Who, who's that supposed to be? Uh, it's like fucking Paul McCartney or some shit. <laughs> Ringo Starr? It's more like Ringo, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Anything. It was just an idea I had earlier. I thought it was like, oh, that's a great idea. Like it's like original. Song. I feel like it's original. It's something that is catchy. I see, Nick, you're with me when you said karma is a thing that everybody gets uh, and has to deal with. But but then when you said it gets shut off all of a sudden, I don't understand how that happens. 
Well, you don't question like, it. They don't question sh- why karma works for everyone in the world and everyone gets like they're getting stuff. They only they're only doing good things for other people because they know good things are coming to them. Yes. And that's right. a good So when society. that doesn't happen, people you know, the people who are faking it the whole time. So okay. So here's your they're thing. They're done. You're, can I can I just like summarize what you're saying? When people do a good deed, they they get like some points stored away in a bank and they know they can no, so like in in the story, they would get like a check for a thousand dollars would show up on their porch or because something. they did something good, yeah. right? So they're banking it. They're like, yeah, they're like, so do like th- good things coming to them, and they yeah, they're doing good things, sure, and they're getting paid or some kind yeah. of reward that allows everybody to live in harmony, yeah. And then for whatever reason, they keep doing these good things because they're getting rewarded for it, right? Yeah. But then. <laughs> The bank stops issuing those checks or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. And then you're saying that people what? Turn to evil right away? Or? Pretty, pretty, not right away, but once they realize it's not happening, it's like a pretty I, sudden I disagree. I think downfall. You should, I think you should have the whole entire point of the story be that karma is a thing. Remember back to your original point. Well, the whole point of the story would be like, you know. People are greedy fuckers and will uh, stab each other in the back at any exactly. given opportunity. Exactly. That's a pretty bleak but way to look at shit. those would be like the back characters. No, I refuse it. That the main characters I see. I refuse on a basic level. <laughs> God damn okay, it. Alex. I don't know. I thought it was a good idea. It's a, it is a good idea. I don't know. If, I I don't know if I want to have this on the podcast because I could. This could be a story that I could. No, that was a good on. discussion, and nobody listens to our fucking podcast anyway. Yeah, but they might one day. They probably won't. <laughs> so who's at risk for being possessed by a dipic? Your mom. God, I hope not. J.K. That was always something I go to, <laughs> and I don't mean it. All right, so it's thought that Dybbuk's, they hunt down people who are similar uh, to who they were in life. Uh, they're drawn... Maybe their moms. ...to someone whose spirit and body are weakly connected. You know, like like Weak? I had mentioned, someone who's depressed or addicted to drugs and alcohol. What about, like, their mailman? Fuck, I hope not. Yeah. I have listened to a story about a mailman who, who uh, delivers a package to a house... And the people in the house take advantage of that, and they curse the mailman. They could just do that. Yeah. What if they? What if they look at? I mean, I believe they could. Oh. Whoa. Since you're the. Uh, whoa. The one who doesn't believe in this stuff. I don't know if you do or not, but. <laughs> Jeez, I'm, I used to be like. Remember, my first name was like Mister Bullshit or something, and yeah. I didn't believe in anything, but now I believe in everything and I'm scared. <laughs> Quickly. Seriously. Dude, I guarantee you. What if somebody fucking possessed me while I was delivering their mail? <laughs> by, I guarantee you by like episode 100, you will no longer no. be the bullshit guy. You were so underestimating when you said 100. It's more like <laughs> 10. 10 or less. <laughs> Five? <laughs> the fuck, dude? I don't want to be. No. I'm going to be strong. I don't believe in any of this stuff. But still, the voices. I brought them up earlier in the episode. They're fucking voices. That's fine. Okay, but if you do get possessed by a, a dipic, this is how this is how you exercise. What if I already have been a dipic? What if you're talking to the dipic right now? Well, then we we can exercise it quite easily. All right, let's do it. It's not a. It's not a. a no, I hope it's me. I hope it is. It's just the people who, who you know, 
I want it to be inside. Of, I mean, I want there, if there is one in me, if, if this is it, if I'm talking and I'm the Dybbuk, then I want to be exercised. Dude, if you had a Dybbuk in you and we could exercise it and trap that, we could sell that. For big bucks. All right. And I do have a dibbick. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Like a demon. There is like a, a right. Demon. There is a right of exorcism. God, the music cues are just perfect this episode. <laughs> Mwah. Molto bene. Mwah. Okay. So there's a right of exorcism that can. Uh, I just want to shout out engineer Steve. <laughs> He's doing a fucking, fucking awesome Steve. job. Steve, say something. Hi, I'm Steve. Uh, actually, this is why we don't give you a microphone, Steve. You really just, every time you talk, you just really make a fool of yourself. Oh, come on. Shut up, Steve. You suck. <laughs> but we love you. Okay, bye. Bye. Jesus, Steve. <laughs> Fucking engineer Steve, dude. He's a weirdo, but I love him. He's great. All right, all right, all right. So like a demon, there is a rite of exorcism. Like that can easily, you know, quite easily uh, free the Dybbuk from the host. All right, all right, all right. So, you need a rabbi. You need a rabbi. That's a great song. And the rabbi needs what he calls, uh, fuck, I forget, I didn't write down what it's called. It's almost like, like a virgin, though, so that kind of... <laughs> well, anyway, the rabbi, he gets nine other... Male, uh... Whoa! That's specific. Nine other males in, of the Jewish faith. Okay. And, um... This is for... Wait, I'm back on Dybbuk page now. Mm-hmm. This is for exercising the Dybbuk? Yeah. Okay, so hold up. the rabbi... Hold up. Hold it. Nine male Jews. Rabbi and nine male Jews. Is it Jews. okay to say Jews? Like, I feel like it's... Yeah, I guess it's fine. Well, okay. I just feel... It just feels weird saying one rabbi and nine Jews. Like... It, <laughs> I feel it sounds like the setup for a joke, <laughs> but I think that's okay to say. What kind of joke would that be? Uh, you know, a rabbi and a priest and a oh, I thought I was thinking something to a bar. Something else. Or, okay, no, uh, okay. All right, that sucks, man. I told you I didn't want to say it. You forced me. <laughs> no, that's really bad. Dad, get out of here. That's so bad. You're gonna have to edit that out. Oh, right. We're definitely editing that out. <laughs> it's just horrible, but um. I had a, I had a, a pretty. I thought that's what you were going for. I had a pretty fun. I heard a pretty funny Neil Hamburger joke today. Hold on. I want to make sure you get that. You ready? Just enjoying the music. All right, I'm gonna go. All right, bye. Ex- <laughs> Exercising a dibbic. like a demon. There is a rite of exorcism <laughs> that has been passed down uh, through generations. Of uh, of uh, r- rabbis, you know this is this would be through the. I'm with you, man. I'm with you always. Through you, the. You get it. The Kabbalah. <laughs> through the, the cabal of uh, you know mystic rabbis. Anyway, so there's one. You know, you need one rabbi, and that rabbi gets nine males, uh, usually you know of the Jewish faith, and they. They ever heard about one about uh, one rabbi, <laughs> one rabbi and nine males? <laughs> no, I, I think we just went over that. And they they uh, they nope. try to shock the. You never heard this one. They try to shock the Dybbuk. You never heard this one. Okay, what is it? 
exercising a dimmick. So, uh, like exercising a demon, there's a rite that has been passed down through generations and generations of these rabbis. Uh, so there's one rabbi, and he gets nine male, uh, usually of the Jewish, nine males, usually of the Jewish faith together, which would be called a minion. So one rabbi and his minion. Wow. Um, Hoo-ah! Yeah, and they get together, and they try to, to shock the Dybbuk. And they do this by repeating Psalm 91 from the Bible, uh, you know, the Bible. Torah. Torah. I guess it would be the Torah. Um, and what is Psalm 91? You know, I did look that up and I was going to quote some of it, but I didn't. Why didn't? But you dibbuk? Dibbuk. <laughs> Wait, no. What is Psalm 91? It's, you know, it's just a prayer. And it's a, te- say it. I I don't remember what it was. What do you mean you don't remember? I didn't write it down. I don't remember. Why did you not write that down? I don't know. I, w- I looked at it and I meant to. And I found a nice little piece that I was going to read and then I didn't. You know, we're going to have people, if they ever listen to this thing, <laughs> they're going to go, we don't have access to it? <laughs> anyway, it's Psalm 91. This is why our podcast will never be successful. And then the rabbi, he then... Uh, blows into a, a shofar, which is a ram's horn that he uses as like a trumpet. I know. I mean, I don't. <laughs> and he 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 plays it in a like a specific tune. It didn't. I couldn't find like what it sounded like. Does it go a little something like this? God, I hope so. No, it'd be more like like. It'd be like that. Yeah. Uh, and this is supposed to separate the Dybbuk from the host, allowing the rabbi to then converse with the en- entity. So he's not trying... You, he's trying to, like, convince the Dybbuk that, it's, that it, it has already finished its business, you know, to make it go away. Wait. Slow down on that point. They were doing some kind of cool beatboxing maneuver <laughs> to get the Dybbuk to leave the body. Yeah. And no, and at this point, so the the Dybbuk is still attached to the host, but it it uh like it's it's like its essence is is separate. Yeah. So pick picture it like God, it's still good. grabbing a hold of someone, oh! but it's like behind them. I know. <laughs> There's so many video game bosses I can point to that where that was the thing. You were like, 128 of you all pounding away on this boss. <laughs> and then finally. Is that like Elder Scrolls Online? Kind of. That's a good example. But I'm thinking about something much, much more specific that I can't quite place. Hmm. I wouldn't know. Place your gold. Really... Oh. <laughs> no, it was from, um, it was from Star Wars. Well, anyway, that this is not how you it, get some good gear and you move on. Yeah. Well, you do get gear. That's what we do when you uh, dude exercise a dibbic, You usually end up <laughs> with better gear, dude. With with something multiple gear, and that would be a box. So oh. what you do is Nicholas. No, this is bad now. This is bad news. No, this is what you do when you introduce the box. So what you do is before. You separate 
the dipic from the host. You want to get a box, and then you want to get items that belong to the host, usually like hair. Uh, some of these boxes have contained teeth. Um, like some of the the grosser ones have had like toenail clippings, you know, and, sh- and shit like that. Uh, usually it's like items that are are sentimental to the host, and you place that next to the host. And so when the rabbi separates the dipic, if he cannot convince the dipic that his business is finished, it tricks the dipic into entering the box, where they then close it, seal it in wax. Um, and that traps the Dybbuk within the boxes, and that is how you end up with a Dybbuk box. So you can seal it like with a pretty easy uh, recipe. Get that bad boy in there, and then you get yourself a Dybbuk in a box. What are you going to do with it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I guess sell it. I mean... Sell it?! <laughs> There are hundreds of Dippic boxes that you can buy on eBay right now. For real? For real. I'm sure none of them are real, but you can go on there and you can buy them. They're only like 40, 50 bucks. Wait, let me do a slice alone by way of Nick Kroll. Okay, check this out. You give a hit. You, uh, you got it. But no, I can't, I can't do it, dude. I can't. Just say Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> no, uh, no, yell it. Adrian. No, you go, Adrian. Hey, you got it better than me, dude. <laughs> no, I don't. I definitely don't. Adrian! <laughs> all right, all right. Some shit. So. Yo, it's me. Uh, you know, uh, Sly Stallone. I've uh, been around. Hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa. Why Sly Stallone? I've been around a couple movies. You know, nobody cares what I say. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that other guy? He's like a knockoff uh, oh! Stallone. What is he? He's got, he's got the... He's got a he's got a ponytail. He's got the pony. Oh, uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah, I think that guy's way cooler than dude than Stallone. Uh, they, uh, you wouldn't have fucking come to here see Steven Seagal. There's no fucking shit on me, dude. I would never even let that guy fucking. He just wasn't as lucky as you. You know. Uh, you know, uh, it could have gone a couple different ways. There, <laughs> you know, old Rocky he takes a punch, he gives a punch. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Hey, Rock, get back in there, Rock. Come on, Rock. You got, you got a couple more in your Rock. Uh, you know, that's uh, Adrian. All right, all right. All right. Are you calling it? I'm calling it. You're a jerk. <laughs> so, there Go. are two kinds of Dybbuk boxes. There is the actual box that holds a Dybbuk, and then there is... Kevin Manis's infamous eBay Dybbuk box. And we can talk about that for a minute. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. It's me, <laughs> it's just me Rocky. I'm still here. I'm just going to go ahead and fucking take a, a dump or something over there. You, 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 you all right. Ahead. All right, all right, all right. Uh, whatever the hell your name is. Rocky. Uh, Slice. <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> all right, all right. Kevin... Manus's Dybbuk box. <clears throat> and this was, you know, I searched the web quite a bit for, uh, you know, first-hand Dybbuk box uh, stories. And the only one that kept popping up time after time was Kevin Manus. So this guy 
He had purchased the Dybbuk box in September of 2001 from an estate sale in Portland, Oregon. The box, it had belonged to a uh, 103-year-old Holocaust survivor named Halava, uh, and she, she lived in, in Portland. Um, so he, he purchases this box, and he brings it back to his shop. He owned some sort of uh, furniture restoration business. And he brings it, and he 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 bought. You know, he would go to these these estate sales and yard sales, trying to to find pieces of furniture that he could bring, fix up, and resell. So he brings this box back to his office, um, and he stores it in the basement until he can figure out what he wants to do with it. And so, you know, a day later, whenever he goes back out looking for more furniture to buy. Uh, and he gets a phone call from his employee saying that someone has broken into a shop and they're breaking stuff in the basement and she can hear them whispering when she goes uh, to the stairway. She can hear them, them talking. She can't uh, understand what they're saying, but she can hear them talking. <clears throat> and she can hear things being broken. So Kevin's like, oh shit, someone's in my shop. He rushes back. Um, but he doesn't find it. There's nobody there. All, and he's, he goes into the basement and he just smells cat urine. It's overpowering the smell of cat urine. And he tries to turn on the lights and they won't turn on. And he finds that every single fluorescent, uh, uh, light there, you know, the tube lights that hang up on the ceiling, they've all been broken. They're all smashed. Every single one of them. Um, but he doesn't. You know, he doesn't, he thinks someone really broke into his basement. He doesn't place this with the box whatsoever. All you, dude, I'm so with you. So he, he ends up giving the box to his mother for a birthday present. And that night, his mother has a, that night, his mother has a, uh, a stroke, a small stroke. Um, she doesn't die, but she's hospitalized. She can't talk. But she understands what Kevin's saying, and she tries to tell him that she doesn't want the box. She's like, uh, you know, she points to the, the box with her eyes. She's like, no, I don't want the box. Take the box back. Um, so he, take, he ends up taking the box back. He gives it to his sister, who, you know, nothing happens to his sister, She's just like, this box is weird. I don't like it. It's got creepy vibes. It's got creepy vibes. Uh, here, take it back. So she gives it back, and then he gives it to his brother. And this whole time, he doesn't, you know, nobody's thinking this box is haunted. Um, oh, and I guess I should add, which I didn't, before he left the, the estate sale, uh, the what's her name? Uh, Havila, her granddaughter. Her granddaughter tells Kevin the story about the Dibbit box. She tells Kevin that uh, there was like an evil spirit, and her grandmother had trapped it in there when they were uh, kids. They never opened it. Dude, Don't open it. I didn't even get this, but maybe even a four-dimensional object. Whoa! Because it's operating on. Space-time continuum as well. I think your divot's coming out. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> but I don't think we did actually like a technical exorcism. All right. Anyway. All right. All right. We will soldier on. So his sister gives the box back Wait, to him. Give me a fucking second. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, that that was, like Alex Jones. That was fucked up. I'm sorry. That was, I, <laughs> that was not. I didn't even. That came out of me. I'm not even like that. I'm cool. I'm pretty chill. Oh. Uh, remember to like and subscribe. What uh, are you talking about? Wait, hold on, hold We're on. We're talking about Kevin Manis, wait, not. Oh, okay. But I have one thing. I'm gonna highlight this because I need okay. to talk. <laughs> I need to talk about this before we end the episode. Okay. Just putting a big. I'll get through this, and then you can bring it up. Underline under there. All right. So Kevin's sister gives the box back to him. She's like the doors won't stay shut. So Kevin had opened the box before he gave it uh, to his mom. He found a couple pennies in there from the 1920s, two locks of hair that were wrapped up, a a stone statue that said Shalom. Um, I think that was it. There might have been one other object. But like, you know, that was it. He didn't see anything come out of it, you know? He didn't see anything. He was like, this is a joke. There's no such thing. Blah, blah, blah. Gives it to his mom. She has a stroke. Takes it back. Gives it to his sister, who says this is creepy. Takes it back. Then he gives it to his brother, who ends up having these horrible nightmares. And he swears that he saw a... He goes into the kitchen one night, and he sees a shadow of a person walk along his wall so the shadow goes along the wall and into the dibbic box he's like screw this take the box back i'm with you now dude all Uh, senses engaged yeah so he sees the shadow of something along the wall go into the dibbic box that's where so he takes the box back to his house gives it to his girlfriend at the time uh and she's like no or i don't want this so he take so he doesn't take it back to his house. He gives it to his girlfriend. The box contains the spirit at this point. Yes. Well, nothing's. No one has seen anything except for his brother. I just want to know what's happening with the box. Dude. Well, if you would let me get through this, dude. All right, fine. Things progress and they get worse. You just gotta start. I gotta tell the whole story. Brings the box back to his house where he has creepy ass nightmares. This old, you know, he'll be walking along with someone he knows, and then he looks over, and this old nasty hag lady looks at him and just starts beating him up. I'm just going to plow through. I'm plowing through. No! So this happens every night, and every morning he wakes up, and he's got bruises all over him. Whoa! And then one night he falls asleep, you know... At his computer, the box, the box is somewhere else in the house, and he swears to God, you know, he feels someone breathing on his neck, which which wakes him up. Wait, Nick, again, we did sleep paralysis? Yep. Now we're talking about this thing? Yep. This is fucked up, dude. Dude, you, it's, you're fine. Did you buy any strange boxes lately? Yeah! <laughs> they include... Um, <laughs> items that are really good from the, the my life. <laughs> I don't think you, I think you're fine. Do you know what I? So yeah, he wakes up. If you okay, if you were at a yard sale and you purchase some sort of like 
wine cabinet or antique box and you opened it up and there were like weird teeth and like locks of hair and weird shit in it, then nope. maybe. I'm I good. Would... I probably, I'm so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that shit at all, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. But so Amazon doesn't count? No. Amazon doesn't count? No. Come on, man. No. Can I put some shit in the Amazon box? Hold on. Dude, what about... Nick. Yeah. Nick, just... Yeah. Okay, just... Yeah. Um, wait, just shush. Shush. You shush. Sorry. Can you put a dibbuck inside an Amazon box? That's all I'm asking. Go! <laughs> no, I don't think... Maybe... Yeah, you can! Inside? Fucker. Yes, you Not can, Not from fucker. Amazon. Fuck you, dude! Unless, unless there's someone at an Amazon oh. warehouse... That's fucking giving out Dybbuk boxes. Wait, but you wouldn't have to worry about weed, it because you didn't weed, open it. Weed. So weed, it doesn't matter. Weed. Weed. All right. So he gets the box from his brother, gives it to his girlfriend. She gets creeped out by it. She don't want it no more. She gives it to him. Uh, and he's got it at his house. Kevin has got it at his house now. And he, one night he wakes up. He swears that someone was breathing. Okay, So fine. someone's breathing into his ear pretty much. And right, it, you know, okay. wakes him up. Yeah, like me. And he gets up. I get it. I've just been listen, there. listen. This is creepy. This is creepy. This is probably the creepiest part of the whole Go thing. Ahead, and it creeped me out when I heard it. Go ahead. So he gets up. He walks out of the room. And as he turns the corner, he sees this old hunched lady loping down the hallway, turns the corner into his kitchen where the box is. He's like, what the fuck was that? He goes out. You know, he's like sneaking out there and he sees her enter the box. Go. Yeah. No. And he's like, holy shit. Impossible. Something's going on here. It's impossible. Uh, He posts the box on eBay. And she's in it. I mean, it's the Dybbuk. It's the spirit of the the Dybbuk. But can you like see her? He did. Like a miniature version of her? (laughs) I don't think so. I would uh, hope that. That would be fun. So this student named Losef, he buys the box on eBay, and his hair starts to fall out, and he's smelling jasmine flower everywhere, and all the light bulbs in his house, just they just blow all the time. So then this guy, uh, Losef, he sells the box to a man named Jason Haxton. And this guy, you know, he has his own spat of paranormal happenings. You know, he's got this... He's throwing up this black crud. He, 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 he calls it crud. He's like throwing this stuff. His eyes are bleeding all the time. He's having these same crazy nightmares of this old lady beating him up. So he buries the box for five years until Zach Baggins of Ghost Adventures purchases the box to put in his museum. That and that's like- the story of the Dippic box. Like, that's the story. There's only one of them. I could only find one, yes. Okay, well, uh, I do want to have a conversation about it. Now, why can't there be more than one? I mean, I'm sure there is. I don't know why I didn't find any more stories. That's my only question. I guarantee... Your supposedly, honor? there's 10 official Tippic boxes in the world. I supposedly. Would, can I say something to you? Okay. I Post love Dibbic. Malone. Everyone knows this. I love the Dibbic. This just has to do with Kevin's Dybbuk box. Post Malone? Post Malone was... Dude, I love Post Malone. He was supposedly cursed by the Dybbuk box when his friend, Zach Baggins, who owned the box, brought it out one night. And Zach was playing with the box. Post Malone touched Zach and supposedly, right before his plane crashed, 
right before his house was broken in. And he says, you know, how all that shit happened to him. He says that was because he was cursed by the Dipic Box. All right. So what I wanted to talk about. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, dude, get comfortable. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. All right, let's actually have a conversation. Did Becker know who wins in a fight? Wolverine <laughs> or fucking Velociraptor that's got adamantium bones? Go. <laughs> Velociraptor? <laughs> Hold on. Can he regenerate like? Yes, Wolverine regenerates. Yes, but can the Velociraptor do the same thing? Um, adamantium bones doesn't necessarily imply the, the regenerative power that Wolverine okay, okay. has. Okay, Wolverine then. You're taking Wolverine over as like a full-grown adult Velociraptor. Fuck yeah. A Velo. Yeah, because he'll just fucking... He'll keep regenerating? Himself. Yeah. Why wouldn't she, she just tear his Dude, fucking... Wolverine might be... Wolverine could probably take on Superman. Why wouldn't she just take his head right off? Just like, because it'll goodbye. just grow back. Oh, goodbye. It just grow back. Oh, goodbye. Once well, she eat it and shit like it out. Like the guy in uh, Men in Black, where he shoots his head off and is like, it stings when you do that. Like that guy. It's different when you're a Velociraptor and you just eat it. You eat the. You eat no, Wolverine. No, because he'd eat the dead head, not the fucking one that's growing. You eat the whole thing, and it's gone. No, I just think Wolverine would like. No. <laughs> Kill the Velociraptor way before the Velociraptor ha- ever had a chance. Remember that podcast where how they kill Wolverine right away, right off the bat, simplistic. I don't remember. And drown him. And just drown oh, him. Oh yeah, I guess. And just drown him. That's all. <laughs> all those adamantium claws. All right, I wanted to talk about <laughs> something too. That was kind of a fun move, the drowning Wolverine. That was a good podcast. I did like that. That was good. Don't These like are the whole entire podcast field. We're looking clear as daylight for everybody. I don't like their new shit nowadays. You got a podcast? Go ahead and make it, son. You're going to be a big star in this industry. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on, man. You, you get, you're going to be a big star in this industry. It wasn't that long ago. It was just a couple ah, years ago. We got a podcast. Come here. We got a podcast for you. Do you see... Would, could an object uh, box... Or, you know, anything. Doesn't matter what it is. Whatever it is, could it really be cursed? Can something really be cursed? Can something really hold the soul of of someone else? Other than, you know, the, a person and their soul. Can that soul be transferred I think to the something answer, else? I think the answer is yes. Because this, this is something that really interests me. Like, I I picture... Wait, wait. Can I, can I do another, uh, another like, end yeah. point thing here? Yeah. We just gotta get that in there. I don't want it. Hmm, that's cool. Alright. Alright. So can objects uh can they really possess the soul of of uh people, you know, dead people, creatures, demons, any of this kind of stuff. So we were talking about Dibix, which is it's not a demon. But can an item be cursed with, you know, the essence of a monster, of something magical? This is this is this is a topic that that I'm super interested in. Like I picture some sand dune 
you know, out in the Sahara or, uh, you know, out, I don't know, in Egypt maybe somewhere, and there's like a tomb buried under, you know, that's been buried for thousands of years, and in that tomb there is a box or or some sort of vessel. It, 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 I think it would, it would be more like a jar, and I picture like some some super powerful uh, demon creature of some sort being there just waiting to be discovered. Can there be some sort of cursed, I don't know, vessel of yes! some sort? Yes! You think, you think yes! so? Yes! Like a million times! I thought you were supposed to be the guy who doesn't believe in this stuff, though. Is this the end of Almost Canon? Yeah, we're done. Right now? We're done. No more episodes after this one. Shit. I'm, I need, I'm putting the call out. I need a new bullshit guy. Yeah, I can't actually, end this right now. You kidding me? We got listeners, man. We don't have listeners. Yes, we do. No, we don't. We will. You still have the Velociraptor claw, you fucker. Fuck yeah. And you're doing Obviously. it like a concealed, it's a concealed position right now. <laughs> Nick, I got to say, man, I love you so much. You are in my family, and I love you. And I, I want you to do well. I want everything in your life to go well. Because I care about you, uh, grandson, and... I, I got to know you through this podcast, basically. And because you were singing Blackbird. <laughs> I want you to know, man. <laughs> Shit. That you're in my family now. <laughs> and now look, you're here in the studio recording with me. So that's good. Hopefully not for the last time. Well, we did talk about ending the podcast. No, you, you did. I will drag this shit. Karma is a thing. On my back. For miles. Are you kidding? Until I get... Everybody knows that Lil Jimmy is the one who's carrying this. A hundred subscribers. Can I we t- got new reviews. We got new Can I tell you ratings. Awful, can I tell you a really terrible story? This will take no more than 30 seconds. What? What is it then? It's not, it's not pretty. What? <laughs> tell me. It's horrifying. I don't believe you. No, it's... It takes time. Obviously, it's not going to happen overnight. Dude, you haven't even been live for a full week. Takes a while. I'm, yes, because I came into this thinking that it would take at least six months before anything really happened. Like I said, I'm not done. I will drag this podcast on my back until it is successful, which I know it will be. Hopefully. Talk about Kevin's Dippick Box. Uh, Have a discussion about whether items can be cursed or not. Oh. So I'm going to do this little this little cryptic corner thing. You really got quick. it. So that you can at least add that. Okay. <laughs> All right. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing. Just shut up. I'm trying to oh, shit. learn how to do a podcast. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> well, you're, I don't know who the fuck taught Why you. Why did you do a good fart noise? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Stop. I had something to add really quick. Oh, you did? <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. Here is the cryptid corner. Oh boy. So video was recently posted on YouTube by NVTV showing what looks to be a dog man or some kind of upright 
canine creature watching a family from the tree line. So this video shows a kid, a young kid. He's talking to his dad. He's pointing into the woods. He's like, look, over there, over there, something. Yeah. And the dad pans over and you, you know, it's granted it's close to Halloween. This could be some sort of mask of some sort. But it looks like there is some sort of werewolf standing in the tree line uh, watching them. And it moves around. You can see it slowly moving. Um, so I did a little, a little dig, extra digging. And according to Lon Strickler... Uh, from phantomandmonsters.com. This video was taken at Lake Griffin State Park in Lake County, Florida. And the link, you know, we'll have the link available uh, at almostcanon.com. You have been away for a while. I just want to see. And we can provide the link. <laughs> it's me, Rocky. Come back. And here. that is it. Dybbuk boxes. Real or not real? Oh, wait a minute, man. I got something to say about me, Rocky. I'm back on the microphone after all this time. Everybody's wanting to hear from me. And that is almost canon. Thank you.